Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to the first Auto Line Daily for the month of September in 2013. And here's what's going on in the global automotive industry. General Motors just promoted Michael Dunn to president of GM Indonesia. AutoLine viewers will recognize Dunn as a prior guest on our television show, AutoLine This Week. The last time he was on, it was all about his book, American Wheels, Chinese Roads. In fact, earlier this summer, we were trying to get Michael back on the show, but he politely declined, saying that something big was brewing. Well, now we know what that something big was all about. Dunn will report to Stefan Jacoby, formerly of Volkswagen, and Volvo, who now heads up GM's consolidated international operations. Up until a year ago, India was one of the hottest car markets in the world, but that's not the case anymore. Ward's Auto reports that automakers and suppliers just laid off 5,000 temporary workers due to slow sales. Production capacity utilization has slumped to only 63%, but some automakers fear that could drop to 50%. Remember, once a factory drops below 80% capacity utilization, it typically starts to lose money. But the layoffs are not expected to save much money. A full-time employee in India earns about $450 a month, while temp workers are paid about one-tenth of that. We have another tease of a concept that will make its debut in Frankfurt, and this time it's from Jaguar. Called the CX-17, it showcases the company's new advanced modular aluminum architecture, and it even says that the concept illustrates the diversity of vehicles that could be produced using this architecture. Even though they're only releasing a silhouette, this concept is clearly a crossover vehicle. You know, when Jaguar and Land Rover merged, they said Jaguar would only produce cars while Land Rover would only make SUVs and they would share the same dealer network. So the question is, where does a crossover fit in that formula? And you know, that makes a great topic for a new poll question. Should Jaguar be allowed to sell crossovers or should that be left to Land Rover? We'd love to know what you think. So just vote in the box below today's show notes. Finally, Others are starting to say what we've been saying for nearly four years. Fleet sales can be quite profitable for a car company. Back when the Detroit Three were burdened with overcapacity and relied on fleet sales to keep their factories open, fleet sales were a money-losing proposition for them. Bloomberg reports that fleet sales account for 19% of total sales and represent a $65 billion business in the American market. It says that 13% of sales at Chrysler go to fleets, 11% at GM, and 10% at Ford. As one fleet executive at GM once asked me, if one of your customers wants to buy 20,000 vehicles from you, why would you say no? You know, we here at AutoLine have never been much of a fan of the smart car because the way the transmission shifts, it's horrible. Every shift feels like someone's tapping the brakes. But now there's an electric version of the smart, and we'll have more about that right after this. 
Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our jeweler tires. Excellent traction. Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Daimler recently introduced the new electric version of the Smart 4.2. While it still looks the same, underneath, the car is all new. The powertrain in itself, this is an in-house, smart Daimler-designed package. So it's the battery, it's the engine, the propulsion, the whole driveline is in-house. It was done by Daimler. The last car was a Tesla product. This is an all-Daimler, all-smart uh, designed and engineered vehicle. It's faster, it has more horsepower, so it has 74 peak horsepower, it has 96 pound-feet of torque, it has a top speed of 78 miles an hour, so in every single metric, every single possible performance measure, it is better. It has a range of 76 city miles, combined 68, highway 59. So this car, when you get in it, it's like a rocket compared to the old car. It's quicker, it's smoother, it's just a better all-around product. Overall, the car performs well and is pretty fun to drive around the city. And with its instant torque, it can really get up and go. In fact, I prefer driving this version over the gasoline model. But there are a few downsides. Not surprisingly, it's fairly small inside, but that's not the biggest problem with the interior. It's kind of cheap looking. The cloth and the plastic along the dash both look inexpensive. And the infotainment system and its graphics seem a bit dated and the brake feel is awkward as well. With a starting price of $25,000, this is the lowest cost EV available in the US, and that doesn't include the $7,500 federal tax credit for EVs. The company also has an offer that allows the customer to rent the battery separately, which comes with some unique features. Uh, if you get Battery Assurance Plus, uh, either as a purchase or as a lease, you're getting a um, uh, full transferability, a 10-year replacement value on a, another uh, battery, free maintenance once a year for the, the life of, you know, for 10 years, and um, you're going to improve your resale value. On the leasing side, if you get Battery Assurance Plus, you get a substantially better offer from, from Smart USA and your, your local Smart store of $139 per month with $19.99 down. That $139 per month includes the battery insurance plus. On the retail side, we take a reduction on the, on the list price and you're getting a $5,000 discount of, of the MSRP, whether it's convertible or the, um, the coupe, you get 5,000 off and then we pass and then you, you sign up for the $80 a month. Currently, the smart electric drive is only available in eight zero emission states, but by the end of the year, Daimler hopes to have it on sale across the country. Well, we'll have to see if this helps Smart sell any more cars, because that brand has been struggling forever. Say, earlier in the show, we covered the new Jaguar crossover that will debut at the Frankfurt Auto Show. Well, we're going to that show, too. So join us next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, when we will be webcasting from the floor of the show. And you can watch it all at www.autoline.tv. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.